Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And in this episode, we are going to be reviewing The Girl in the Spider's Web, The Grinch, and Overlord. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. No. Um, if you did not, um, if you did not notice, again, Ozzy is not here. And also, if you didn't notice, I'm sure you did. There was no episode on Wednesday or Thursday. I don't know. We haven't decided when we're releasing those, like, actually yet. The middle, middle of the week episodes, they're fluid, okay? Um, there's not really much I can do about that. It is what it is. Um, and then why there wasn't one? Well, um, there was just a lot of scheduling issues between me and Ozzy, and it just never happened. So that'll be that. And yeah, uh, the only thing you really missed um, was I would have been reviewing uh, the new, uh, what's it called? Nutcracker in the Four Realms? Yeah, um, don't bother. There you go. There's your review. <laughs> uh, that's what I got. But joining me today in place of Ozzy, we have, of course, Matt running the audio. Matt, how you doing? How you doing? All right. And now we have Brianna's back. What? How did how did we get you back so quickly? Two weeks in a row. <laughs> I know. Um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, at least you are playing yourself this time. You're not playing Ozzy. You know that's nice. Yeah, I don't have the burden. <laughs> yep. So that's nice. And um, we also have coming back once again. Will. Will, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Yeah. So this is a little bit of an interesting week in terms of the structure of this episode because. We basically, we're covering every movie that came out this weekend, every major movie that came out this weekend, and, um, but no, there's no crossover. I saw one of them, Brianna saw one of them, and Will saw one of them. So we're, we kind of just took a divide and conquer approach with this week. Um, some of us had better times than others, and I'm sure we'll get to that. But yeah, that was our approach for this week, so hopefully um, you enjoy it and let us know if you do. All right. I think that's about it. I'll prob- There's one housekeeping thing that I will talk about at the end before we close it out. But for now, let's just get into these movies. And I'm going to open this up with The Girl in the Spider's Web. Now, this is a sequel, technically. It's a soft reboot in all reality because it's completely different actors. But it's technically a sequel to David Fincher's The Girl in the Dragon Tattoo. Or The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Excuse me. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And... I just recently watched The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo in preparation for this movie. I'd never seen it before. I It was pretty good. I didn't love it as much as I love most Fincher films. I think it's probably my least favorite Fincher film that I've seen. But it's not bad in any sense. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. The performances were incredible. And I think... I, it, I don't want to say it was a mistake to watch it before this one. But it kind of was. <laughs> Um, I, I just, they, they just took such a different approach with this movie with the girl in the spider's web as a, as opposed to that one, even though it's technically a sequel, they wanted to keep the same aesthetic. Like it looks like a kind of like a Fincher film, but Fincher's got such a distinct style that it's really hard to imitate and they don't quite get there. But again, that's the thing that they tried to keep in step with. But that first film is very much a mystery type crime thriller whereas this is 
basically a spy action film. <laughs> it was just such a different approach that they took with it, and it, it works to an extent. Like, I think it's an okay movie, but it, it just... It, in typical spy action sequence or in spy ac action movie set style, this movie like has tons of over the top and ridiculous things happen on it. Like she like there's a point that's in the trailer, which don't watch the trailer by the way. <laughs> the trailer tells you way too much about this movie. Um, but in the trailer, even they have it where she like drives a motorcycle like off this like bridge and then she like rides just on ice and it's just this continuous thing and it's just like. I don't think that would work out like that, but you know what? We're just going to roll with it. And there was a lot of that in this movie. A lot of this doesn't make any sense. It's kind of stupid, but whatever. Um, it very much felt like a like some of the lesser Bond movies in a way, in that sense. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think the performances are solid. I think everyone knows I love Claire Foy, and Claire Foy is great in this movie. Um, she's not as good as Rooney Mara, but she's great in this movie. And that's the best part about this movie is her performance, to be honest. She has some really, really good moments. Um, in terms of the other actors in the movie, uh, the the biggest downgrade, in my opinion, is from Daniel Craig down to, uh, I don't know how to say this dude's name, but the guy who played uh, Mikkel. Um he he just like Daniel Craig has more gravitas in his like left pinky toe than this guy has like he's he's okay I don't think he was awful but he's just like there is nothing there at all like I didn't feel Daniel like it, again I think I was kind of I think it was a mistake for me to watch that movie right before I watched this one it's definitely colored my opinion um so yeah I, overall again overall I enjoyed this movie to, gonna, for, to an extent. I'm going to attempt his name. Okay, go for it. Sverir Gudnason. <laughs> That's why I didn't try it. <laughs> um, yeah, good, good attempt, though. Thank uh, you. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it to an extent. Like, it's a fun enough movie. I think you can kind of sit there and enjoy it. But there's there's nothing beneath the surface with this movie. It's a very just like a... Oh, it's an action spy movie. Cool. And that's about it. And that's was kind of disappointing. But then again, if you haven't seen the first one, I don't know how much you're going to care. You'll probably just come out of it and go, ah, that was okay. And, you know, whatever. That's how a lot of people react to a lot of movies. So if you just want another movie, go for it. That's what I got. Um, I'm giving this movie a 5 out of 10. It's, again, just very bleh. But if you go see it and you kind of just absorb it then i'm sure you'll be mildly entertained for two hours or whatever this movie's runtime is uh that's what i got all right now we're gonna move on to uh i'm sorry but probably not another probably a, another uh less than positive review we'll say that brianna why don't you take it over you saw the grinch yeah unfortunately <laughs> i uh i hate being in this position just because not because you know, I had to see a bad movie, but just because I sound like such a pessimist when I come on here and I'm like, I hated this movie. Just this be careful. We don't have a dump button. It's not the radio. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I just don't like being in this position because I don't like being the person who just craps all over everything. <laughs> um, but 
I feel like I have to, just because I don't want people to go and support movies like this because they're going to keep making movies like this and I don't want that to happen. I messaged Carlos halfway through the movie and I said, if I was presented, like if a genie presented me with three wishes, one of the first two would be to wipe illumination off the face of the earth and retroactively too so that like not only would their entire body of work not exist anymore, but I wouldn't have to be sitting there watching that movie, and I could be doing something more productive or more fun with my time, like having bamboo shoots stuck under my fingernails. Um, I did not enjoy The Grinch, which is saying something, because Benedict Cumberbatch is one of my favorite actors, and he does a great job. Like, fair play to him, but when you have somebody like him reading lines that are so cringeworthy, it doesn't do a whole lot for the movie at large. <laughs> and I think one of the reasons that I hated this movie in particular is because Christmas is my favorite time of the year. And The Grinch is actually a very special property to me because I do thoroughly enjoy Jim Carrey's iteration. And I know that that's probably very <laughs> colored by nostalgia. And I'm sure that it was a cash grab. I know. So I can't entirely be fair. But at least... There's heart in it, and they did something interesting with it. And I know some people probably hate that movie, but um, there's just something about this version that's so cynical. It did not feel... I mean, a Christmas movie is supposed to get you in the mood for the season, and it's supposed to make you excited and like feel warm inside and feel you know, good about life and feel hopeful and there was nothing uh, there was nothing about this movie that made me feel good at all <laughs> there was nothing i can i did not even smile once in this movie i didn't i didn't laugh at all i didn't think it was funny i didn't think it was good spirited i didn't think it was enjoyable it was just i just felt so sad watching it because I was like this is it's supposed to be Christmas and it's supposed to feel good and genuine and I know that like people say you know Christmas is such a commercial time of the year and this is the epitome of that and for for you know them to be talking about how Christmas isn't stuff and Christmas is not you know what you can put your hands on and what you can wrap in a bow, but to be at the same time so cynical and so commercial and so base is hypocritical and frustrating. And I, like, you can say what you want about the animation. I think that animation is a great platform for Dr. Seuss's works because there's only so much whimsy you can put into, like, you know, the practical platform when it comes to live action. But they just don't... It just felt so hollow. It felt so un unsatisfying. And that is particularly disappointing for a Christmas work. And especially for a beloved property like, Doc like Dr. Seuss in general, but specifically The Grinch is one of his most iconic characters and properties. And mm -hmm. it's so ungratifying, you know, to have... I mean, they have screaming goats. <laughs> screaming... 
goats. <laughs> yeah. Just insert Yikes. That they, whatever adjective that you they, want. That they literally very clearly just got from the YouTube video. Yeah. And I'm like, why was that necessary? That was a, that was an internet <laughs> meme like five years ago. When did this when did this film start production? <laughs> You should never be using memes Yikes. in your movies. Did you um. learn nothing from the emoji movie? <laughs> like, I, I, I just didn't, I didn't have a good time. And it was frustrating. Given the guy who was in the theater with me probably ruined my experience even further. There was a guy in the back of the theater laughing like he'd never seen a movie before at everything, including things that weren't even funny. And I don't mean things that weren't funny, like jokes that weren't funny. I mean things that weren't even jokes. Like the Grinch's tragic backstory, he was laughing. Like a mental patient, excuse I me. I don't know if I can still get the, get past, like he'd never seen a movie before. Like he'd never seen a movie before. It was literally like they let him out of the basement after 35 years. And he this was the first movie that he'd ever seen. <laughs> this was his introduction to not even just movies, but like life in general. This was his first impression, and he was like, "Wow, I'm just glad to be out in the sunshine and out in the fresh air." <laughs> that, <laughs> that reminds me of there was a story a couple months ago where like it was some Middle Eastern con- country where they opened their first movie theater, and the first movie they played was the Emoji Movie. Uh, no, oh no, like that's what this was like. <laughs> it was like. You have no gauge. And I'm I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, maybe this guy is a fan and he's now super offended and he's going to trash us on social media. That's if fine. so, I'm not going to apologize. You were very rude. How was the music? I couldn't tell you. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, they sang the they sang the song that the who's sang and it didn't sound like I don't know. I feel like when it comes to adapting properties, there's a fine line between adding something new mm-hmm. and remaining faithful to the original. And there's new that is creative and fun. And there's new that's just like debasing. Mm-hmm. And there's old that is like there's there's faithful that is just going by the book. And there's faithful that's reverent. And... It was none of the good things. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was too by the book because, I mean, they're adapting a property. But it was, like, none of the new... There were, like, one or two instances where visually I was like, yeah, that's an interesting visual... Because, you know, they're in a they're in a fantasy world. And mm-hmm. so they're allowed to do things that are fun and that are quirky. And so that, you know, there were one or two instances where I was like, oh, yeah, that was an interesting, you know move for the sleigh to do or whatever you know there's one scene where when he's taking spoiler alert this property is only 50 years old but when he's taking christmas you know there's there's some like really interesting you know it shows him and it's just him going around and taking christmas but it shows like multiple versions of him doing it and it's Mm -hmm. panning across whoville as just showing him yeah over and over again and you know i mean that's that's interesting yeah and creative, but ninety percent of the new was disrespectful almost to, <laughs> and I can see why Dr. Seuss's widow was like, "No, you're not adapting anything anymore because you're just ruining his work," and it just falls in line with that. And so I, Yikes. yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I don't see this movie. You have um, a rating. <laughs> There's no point in rating it. You know what I think about this movie. Ratings are, ratings confound me. I'm going to give it a two. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, movie made a lot of money this weekend. That's so unfortunate. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Noah, or not Noah, excuse me, Will. I'm so used to Noah being here. I really, I really Will. wish I had the soundboard right now. I know, right? <laughs> Will. I don't think it's going to make $200 million. Will. I don't think it's going to make $200 million. <laughs> Rip, Ozzy. <laughs> um, yeah. Will, why don't you lift our spirits here? Um, so Overlord was insane. Um, <laughs> it was like the the most intense movie ever. I mean, I'm not lying. It was like... The first 10 minutes in, it was like you felt like you'd been shot at already. <laughs> and it was it was crazy. Like I'm not I'm not gonna say it's like a super amazing film or anything. I'm not I mean it has its flaws and everything like that. Um it but I was entertained throughout the entire movie and it's a really, really fun movie. Um I think most people that would go see it would still see it like is like you're not gonna walk out of it and be like, "I really hated that film." It's it's like one of those movies that it's like universally everybody has to kind of be like, "It's like, I didn't like the plot maybe, but it was just entertaining to watch." I don't know. That's the best way I can describe it is like that. Um, for me, I loved the plot line of it. Um, it it really is more of like a thriller film when you look back at it than it is. It's kind of advertised in a sense like a horror film, mm-hmm. but it. It does it well, like, from from one going in, I assumed it was going to be, like, a ton of just CGI, a ton of ridiculous, like, over-the-top gore and blood, which it has that, but it isn't, it actually has a lot of practical effects. It, it does, like, the one scene that I remember, there was one scene that stuck out with, like, CGI, which, in my opinion, that's, like, one of the downsides. They could have done that scene with practical effects if they felt like it, but, you know, that's just <laughs> um, my hatred for CGI. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, I don't know. It kind of, like, when I was watching it, it reminded me, like, of, of a video game, in a sense. Just because it's... I kind of got that sense from the trailer, it's, yeah. it's plot. It's plot line is just, I don't know, it's just that kind of crazy. I mean, it's, like, even the end just seems like a boss fight. <laughs> so, it's the only way I can describe it. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And then, I mean, it's, even the, this, the, it, like, it doesn't get into, like, any of the, the sort of, like, I guess I don't want to say like science fiction or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it near the paranormal near like it doesn't really get into that if you were to go into this without knowing what it was like just being like oh I see Overlord and you know you're like oh that sounds you know something like World War Two, or you just get this you know without knowing the plot you go in and think it was a war film mm-hmm. when you first started and it's what it does as a war film is I mean you know it's not Apocalypse Now it's not anything <laughs> like that it's a very, very over-the-top war film, but even with what it does with that is really well done. I mean, like I said, it was like, it was, it, I mean, it throws you right into it right from the start. Like, first 10 minutes, you just gunfire. I mean, it, and it really, really is intense. Like, you're on the edge of your seat during that because it's just, I mean, it, everything is spontaneous. It happens out of nowhere. So, in a sense, while it's over-the-top, I still think, even if you look at war, like, I mean, it does it captures the spontaneous nature of war, like, with stuff just happening out of nowhere. I think it it takes it... Things are definitely happening way too fast, in a sense, but I think just just with the multiple things in the first 10 minutes, there's, Mm -hmm. like, multiple things happening. He's like, there's no way that would just occur (laughs) within that that amount of time. I mean, I can't say... I mean, it it might have. I'm not going to denounce, like, the possibility of it, but it just seems like too much. But it wasn't enough for me to complain about it 
Like, I wasn't sitting back and being like, I'm mad that this is happening. Like, I was acknowledging that it's kind of illogical or, like, not, not illogical. I mean, it's, a, you know, it's still possible it could have happened. It just seems like a bit ridiculous, like I said, over the top. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't to the point where I was complaining about it. Because it was just still, I was sitting back and I was like, I'm still tense during this. You're like, so entertained. I still yeah. want to know what happens next, even mm-hmm. though, even if it is something crazy, that is like, I still, like, I'm still on the edge of my seat. I'm still tensed up. And that was what surprised me about it. I wasn't expecting to be that, it did to be that intense throughout just like the war scenes. I mean, it's like, the war scenes in a sense are like a horror film. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it, it really. <laughs> I don't want to go to war after seeing that. I wouldn't want to have been in World War II if like that was what people went through. Um, and then it, yeah, and then it throws into like this whole twist about like halfway into the film, and it just is it halfway? Uh, like it's about it seems it might not be halfway. It seems like the war part portion of it mm-hmm. is very drawn out though. Yeah. So th- that's what I was saying. Like if you went into mm-hmm. this and it hits you over the head with the the twist to it, and you didn't know that was coming, mm-hmm. I don't know how you'd react to it. It either could be like one of the best things ever, or you just would be like, "What am I watching now?" Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it, it seemed like there's a, there's a long drawn out portion where it's just a war movie. Yeah. And I actually I kind of like that about it. Yeah. In an alternate universe, I feel like this movie would have been marketed just as a war movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I kind of want to live in that universe <laughs> just to see the chaos. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's I mean, it's crazy enough as it is. Um, it's I got kind of like I guess halfway through it, and I was questioning. There was a there was like a downside to it. I was like, um, I kind of value like rewatchability within films, mm-hmm. and I was yeah. questioning halfway through, sort of like where this is now. Like, would I really want to go sit through it and rewatch it? Because there's part portions where it's like it's insane, and there's portions where it's very like it drops the action and just builds, like, suspense, in a sense. Like, it's building plot and suspense slowly. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, when it drops to that portion, it was, like, I was, like, it's kind of dying off here. But then, it, like, it just, it goes right back up to 100 again, like, later on. So you are you have some time to relax, which, in a sense, looking back on it, is nice. And, um, yeah, it, it flows really nice. Again, I'm not going to say it's, like, the perfect, you know, it's not... I don't want to say it's going to go down like as a classic film or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I do think it's probably going to have its share of like fans that do love it still. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's no way else I can describe it other than it was just insane. Like, do you have a rating? <laughs> um, I want to say with like every time I look at movies, I look at it from like two sides of like. <laughs> For me, I want to say it's like an eight, okay. but from like the logical looking at it perspective, <laughs> I want to say like seven. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah, I, I, this was, no offense to Brianna, but this was definitely the movie that was next on my list of things that I need to watch this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I was, I was, th- was going to try to make it out to see it, didn't get to, but um, I'm curious. I'm curious. I might check it out this weekend or this week if I have a chance to. Um, yeah, I, that trailer is just baffling to me. Like, every time I, the first, at least the first couple times I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like some new war movie, right? And then when it yeah. happens on the trailer, you're just like, huh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like, although it would have been, f- I imagine, it would have been fun to go in not knowing about the science fiction element. But, yeah, I was going to say, I yeah. can't imagine, because I know that, like, Mother was direct, was... Ha- marketed as like a straightforward horror film mm-hmm. and so it was appealing to straightforward horror fans mm-hmm. and they went and then were disappointed because that's what they were after and i feel like if you had marketed 
it as a straightforward war yeah. film, you would have, you know, been appealing to the straightforward I just like war the chaos. film. Well, well and, <laughs> and to mention, um, even with it be it's it is sci-fi, but there's portions even like going into the sci-fi portions where you could see. I'm not saying the things, but the, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, to go like experimentation, I guess yeah. is not trying to spoil it or yeah. anything. I'm just into that. Mm -hmm. it, it it does have some like actual logical background. I mean, yeah. you know, Nazis. I'm, I'm just did like, stuff like I'm that, curious you know? when I when I watch it. One of the things I'm going to be paying attention to is because I think in the trailer that transition is really abrupt and it's just like kind of throws you off. And I think that's the purpose they wanted to do that in the trailer, and in the movie, I I want to see if that transition flows and I it. It you doesn't, it so I, like, watching it, I was expecting, you know, I was expecting the twist. I was like, I knew there's, yeah, yeah. there's, like, paranormal or, you know, sci-fi sort of elements were coming. Um, I had, like, you know, assumptions of what it was going to be. It's a bit, you know, it was different than what my assumptions were. Um, not too far different, but mm -hmm. it was, uh, I mean, I liked it. Um, I thought it was well done. They did a good job. They didn't, it's not where they throw, like, a... You know, in certain crappy horror thriller films, they would throw too much at you, mm -hmm. and they do a good job of like sort of pacing it out. It's yeah, it's it's really well like paced out with the scenes. Mm -hmm. It isn't throwing so much at you. There's a ton of action, but it's like with, I guess, the sci-fi elements aren't thrown at you so mm -hmm. much. It's very yeah, it's really well like structured in how they do it. Did like the lull in kind of like the plot that you talked about help help with that and help move that along, or um. Or help give you a break with it, I guess, in a sense. It well, it's it's not what it's. I'm trying to. It's hard to do this without like spoiling <laughs> anything. I'm trying my best. It's. Yeah. I don't want to. If if I'm confused, if anybody goes and sees this and I'm like explaining this completely wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> if anybody goes into this and it's like that's not what he said, I was trying my best to explain it without spoiling. Um, <laughs> You're good. Uh, We've had to dance around spoilers with, so many times on the show before. <laughs> with uh, like with the plot line in that portion of the film, it's. It, it isn't where it's like, I'm not trying to say like the way it's structured and them holding back on things. It's it's more of like in more horror films, I would expect them to throw too much like blood and gore, just mm -hmm. go over the top completely with it. Mm -hmm. But I recognize it more where it's not a, it, it doesn't like, that's the only way I can say it. It doesn't, it doesn't throw so much at you where you're like, you're bored of it or anything. Mm -hmm. You you still like it keeps enough hidden where you're still like oh, it, it keeps your curiosity. I guess yeah. is the best way to explain it. Okay, awesome, awesome. Um, I am definitely curious to see it, and yeah, I'm I, I, I'm going to try to see it this week. I really am. Anyway, um, so I guess it's safe to say that uh, you were the highest on your movie this weekend, <laughs> or so. If you're going to see any of these movies, I guess. Um, Will's uh, Overlord would be the best uh, option there. And um, Bri Brianna would definitely say stay away from the Grinch. <laughs> um, is, is this the worst animated movie of the year? What, what other animated movies have come out this year? I don't, yeah, I don't remember. It's been pretty unremarkable. Give me a yeah. second. As far as I can. Oh, no. Isle of Dogs. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. That's oh, like the mean, opposite end of the you spectrum. Mean, well, yeah. you said what animated movies yeah. have come no, out this yeah. year. That's an animated movie yeah. that came out this year, and it was... That's one memorable one, yeah. Completely <laughs> the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, 
We had There's was Despicable of... Me three. Was that this year? Or was that last year? I think that was last year. I don't know. It all kind of bleeds together <laughs> after a certain period um, of time. Matt's pulling it up. Here's here's ones that have come out this year. I guess uh, Incredibles two. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Hotel Transylvania three. No. Yeah, didn't see it. <laughs> that was worse. Is Wreck-It oh, Ralph really? out yet? Oh. Is Ralph Breaks the Internet that came out already? No, no, no that's But I out. don't have high so. expectations for that one either. Smallfoot. I didn't see oh it. Oh my gosh. That No, it's not out yet, I don't think, is it? Yeah, no. it is. Yeah, exactly. It is? Yeah, it came out. Wow. Did you guys, I don't remember, did you guys do the Teen Titans Go movie? Because yes! I, actually, I actually heard that was really good. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, which is surprising because I've. Did you review it on the podcast? Or did I? I don't know. Or did you write a review for it? I can't I remember. I don't remember. Duck, Duck, Goose? What? What is, hold on, what is this? <laughs> hold on, what is this? Oh my gosh. Can I read the synopsis? Sure, go for it. Peng rejects the community of his tight-knit flock of geese in an attempt to live life on his own terms. <gasps> but when he narrowly familiar. rescues two ducklings from an eccentric mm. but deadly cat, the two latch onto Peng like a parent. The makeshift trio embark on a beautiful and dangerous journey through mountains and lakes, bamboo forests, and marble caves and deep river valleys to no. reach their respective flocks. I have heard of this. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. It came out in July. Uh, yeah. Um, as many listeners probably know, uh, it's been we haven't been as consistent with the movies we've seen, and uh, oftentimes the ones that we kind of are like, all right, put, we'll put those on the back burner are the animated ones. <laughs> so um, well, I haven't seen many this year other than the ones that I actually cared about. So, um, yeah. Sorry about that. You can if blame the industry fan. for that. Yeah, I guess that's You can true. blame I'm not even going to apologize for that statement. You can blame <laughs> the industry for that. There's almost nothing new. Yikes. Like you can tell from a trailer pretty much how good an animated film is mm-hmm. going to be. I mean, the only two animated movies that I was really excited for after seeing the trailer mm-hmm. were Teen Titans Go. I wasn't I mean, as far as I can tell. I wasn't I knew it that it was going to be different from a lot of animated movies and I was pleasantly surprised but that's only because I was not a fan of the TV show and Isle of Dogs which you knew was going to be different based on the trailer pretty much everything else and I would very hesitatingly (laughs) lump lump in some Disney Pixar films Yikes. with this. Ooh. I'm pretty harsh when it comes to animated movies because hey, this is our enough. children's entertainment. And I feel like people feel like, mm. I feel like a lot of the industry, they just assume children will watch anything. We'll watch anything. And yeah. parents will watch anything that kids will watch because they want to yeah. spend time with their kids. Yeah. And I think that's nonsense. And I think that like you have people Don't like... Don't encourage your children in this. You have, <laughs> you have... Filmmakers like J.J. Abrams, who grew up watching Steven Spielberg movies, and he makes good movies because he grew up idolizing Steven Spielberg movies, and those are, you know, who yeah. that which are great. So, you know, the filmmakers of the future filmmakers of today are growing up on what the Grinch and Minions and the Despicable Me franchise and the Emoji Movie, and by and large, they're just getting and, a bunch of swill. And Sergeant Stubby and American mm. Hero. And so, and I mean, and Isle of Dogs Which was, is, I guess, yeah. about a bulldog. I don't know. Um, Look, and you can't even, the thing is, like, most of the time with these animated movies, like, you can at least, for the most part, like, trust, like, <laughs> the Oscars to be like, oh, these were the good ones that came out this year. If you missed any of these, check them out. But 
Boss Baby was nominated last year, so exactly because <laughs> there. Which is why I'm saying you can blame the industry when you say when you know when you I forgot about that. if you love me or hate me. I kind of want to see this Batman Ninja movie. Batman Ninja movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like the anime one that yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah. That it doesn't like their artwork I, looks good. I've been good. wanting to see it too. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like superhero animated movies, like based on actual established properties, are. They fall into a different category. That looks sick. Because they're, they're not. I, mind. Some I of wish, them aren't for kids. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. And I wish DC would kind of just go for it and, like, put them in theaters and make them eligible. Because, honestly, DC makes amazing animated stuff. So, I don't know. Um, oh, we forgot Sherlock Gnomes. <sighs> See what I mean? Yeah. This is the swill that your kids are growing up on. This yeah, is the swill gosh. that they're going to want to watch over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so when you when, if you complain about not having your favorite, you know, Arctic favorite, Justice Thunder Squad. Yeah. If you complain about not us not covering your favorite animated movie on the the Screenfellows podcast, yeah. then you can blame the industry, not yeah, us. Fair enough, fair enough. And um, you know, just cuz you know what, we're going to test Ozzy here. Will he listen to this episode? I tell you he will not. <laughs> um, the breadwinner was better than Coco. So, get off me. Um, <laughs> there you go. If you want to fight Ozzy, come on, come back on the podcast and we'll fight. Uh, Breadwinner, better than Coco, should have won Best Animated Feature last year. Anyway, I think that wraps up our little animated discussion. <laughs> <laughs> little tangent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I I love animated movies and I hope that we get some more good ones this year. I hope I hope Wreck-It Ralph is good because I like. I, I, I do you like the first one? Yes. Okay, I love the first one. But yeah. this, th- th- they're following the train of the Emoji Movie. The whole idea of like animating it reminds me of the emoji movie that's exactly what it (laughs) It, reminds me of it looks like one huge advertisement from the trailers i've seen (laughs) when you the internet the whole okay it it, it looks really cringy too it's like it looks like they try to throw memes in there and it's like absolutely it just looks dumb it's like you don't know how it's it's somebody that doesn't know how memes work just (laughs) just trying to get a grasp of it that's 100 the truth my whole I have a whole long rant that I'm not going to get into. (laughs) Well, I mean, we're short on time. I mean, we've only been at it for 35 minutes. Yeah, we're good. Um, We're golden. My whole, (laughs) you know, the whole reason that internet humor and internet culture works is because it's so individual and because the whole platform of the internet um, encourages individual, you know, content creators who create for the purpose of, creating not simply to make money there are a lot of people mm-hmm. on the internet who do it for the money but a lot of but it takes a long time to get there so a lot of the stuff that's popular on the internet is popular because people wanted to create it and so it's got a lot more heart mm-hmm. so when businesses and corporations and I, I'm not one of those like maybe I am way more cynical than I'm than I let <laughs> on but like when when businesses hijack that, it comes across as a way more phony because you know the only reason that they're utilizing it is because it's popular, but they forget that it's popular because it's individual and because it doesn't have that it's not tainted by any kind of, you know, over any kind of like what's the word I'm looking for? It's not uh, re- regulated by mm-hmm. anybody. It's just content creators making what they feel passionate about. Mm-hmm. And so when you have, you know, people like well, Emoji Movie with Sony, right? When you have people, yes, I think so. When you have people like Sony and Disney hijacking internet culture for you know to take advantage of in 
film properties, it just feels so much more cynical. It feels like they're taking over the hollowed shell of something that, you know, was really beloved by a lot of people. And so maybe that's why I have such a distaste mm -hmm. for the Emoji movie. And I have so such low expectations for Wreck-It Ralph 2 because it just feels so, like, it just makes me so much more cynical. Uh, just because internet culture is so like personal mm -hmm. it's something that's ours and we create it because we want to not because it gains it you know brings us any kind of personal gain mm -hmm. you know like why did you even start this podcast because you wanted to talk about movies yep. and not you didn't you're not in it for the money oh, and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> i can guarantee you <laughs> you're not in it for the money <laughs> so when somebody takes that from you and decides to turn it into a marketing gimmick mm. and they just want to make money it they you, you can tell that they don't even understand it like you said well they it, you know that they're just throwing it in there and they don't really understand why like they don't understand how memes it, work it reminds me like when they use memes in those films like it's like if you were to explain an inside joke that you have between you and your other friend to somebody else and then that other person starts trying to make that inside joke and it's just like, why are you doing that? Absolutely. It's like, it, it wasn't started with you. You're not a part of that. Like, it's just so. And then on top of that, you know, they, they die off after a point in time. So if you exactly. watch, like, it a also, year it away, it's a screaming now. goats yeah. in I would, the Grinch. I, would like, also, I also was just thinking with, like, the Emoji movie or Wreck-It Ralph, like, 20 years from now, they're not going to have aged well at all. And it's going to be hilarious looking <laughs> back on them. Like, they're going to be, like, hilarious time capsules. Not only because, they, well, the Emoji movie is bad but i don't know about i'm going to say record ralph because it's not out yet um mm -hmm. but the emoji movie i feel like will be just a hilarious time capsule like 30 years from now I'm like it's 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 already kind of a hilarious no. <laughs> concept but it'll just be even better than 30 years i have the end of a review um on imdb of, to read of, of, the, of the emoji movie okay. oh no uh the title is uh one out of ten stars and the title of the review is there is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so after after five paragraphs that I didn't read, <laughs> it ends it ends with do not watch this thing. Don't bring your kids to see it. Don't watch it ironically. Whatever your beliefs, biases, intentions, anything. Do not give companies the thumbs up to feed us mediocre, heartless drivel. I think that echoes exactly what you're saying, Brianna. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds very familiar. <laughs> that's, yep. that's what I'm saying. So don't be surprised if we come back. When does Wreck-It Ralph 2 come out? Over Thanksgiving? Mm, probably. Don't be surprised if we come back from break and I'm like, no, I want to be on this episode. I'm going to get on my high horse and I'm going to denounce... You know, that's why I, that's why I all said, animated like, movies. all animated, no, see, the thing <laughs> is, animated movies, like there's such a great platform because, yeah. you know, you have so many, and that's why I'm like, you have such great tools at your disposal mm -hmm. and you choose instead to make this, to yeah. capitalize on trends that you're not, like you said, well, like you're not even a part of this. This is, this yeah. is completely separate from you. Mm -hmm. Why are you, why are you like horning in on this and so that it not that anyone was asking but if you wonder why i'm so cynical about these things is that's why is because <laughs> this is something that was special and like integral from a from a creative perspective and mm -hmm. businesses are like trying to capitalize on it and it comes across as so hollow no. and so just disingenuous mm -hmm. <sighs> I think we should take a breath now. <laughs>
Never. <laughs> I and will remain opinionated until the day that I die. And that's why we love having a you title. on. <laughs> the it's, title of my autobiography. A, there's another review that says, this movie gave me cancer. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. Um you know, we've had a podcast in, in bef- or we've had a podcast before in this podcast history, where we just titled it. I, I can't remember. I think it was just because uh, Ozzy wasn't on that episode, so I just had you on, and you were the only one who had like seen anything. So you, it was basically just you <laughs> reviewing everything. So I just titled the episode Brianna. This this might as well be Brianna two point. I mean, it's, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I didn't mean to hijack. I'm, no, I'm fine with it. The episode, but uh, I just um, I feel strongly about these things. Oh, yeah. I think hey, that it's that's fine with me. Disgraceful. I've certainly had my you long rants on this podcast before. <laughs> we're glad you're here. Well, thank you. I've had my rants on this podcast before, and I will have <laughs> uh, many as we move forward. <laughs> So, Maybe yeah. I shouldn't be on after Wreck-It Ralph oh, too. No, that's fine. <laughs> it's fine with me. Well, that one will be Brianna 3.0. Um, yeah, you're going to have to check my level a little differently then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, all right. I think we will start to close this thing out. Uh, before I get you guys' uh, socials and everything, um, although, Will, you're like internet... Um, I don't know, you're not on the internet. So. Uh, <laughs> I, started, I started up a Twitter page, I think. Hey. Um, Ralph yeah. can't break I you. Think, you're yeah. not on the internet. Yeah. All right. So um, before we get to all the socials and all that, I will plug a few things. Uh, number one, on the website, Chucky has two new re- Netflix reviews up um, in the series that is officially now titled Chuck Flicks. Uh, um, he reviewed The Kindergarten Teacher and The Outlaw King. So you should go and check those out. And he might even have more up by the time this episode of the podcast goes up. So definitely go and check that out. And the last thing we need to kind of plug here is a pretty big thing. And that is that the Screenfellows podcast is now on Spotify. Woo, this is where we, if we had a soundboard, we would play um, cheering sound, <laughs> sound effects. There we go, Matt. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that is awesome. So, you Android people, you have new ways to find the podcast. So, there you go. I'm an Android person. Hey, there we go. Um, shout out to Spotify for actually, like, making it plausible to get your podcast on spotify it used to be very difficult trust me i tried but they made it a little easier so now it's uh on there so you can go and check that out and yeah that's the big news of the week we're on spotify so check that out all right now let's get everybody's socials matt where can people find you uh you can find me on twitter at total surgeon that's awesome that's pretty much it (laughs) you have a recommendation while we're here i do have a recommendation um Go listen to the first half of my podcast that I uploaded on SoundCloud for Nachos Podcast, number four, capital N, Nachos Podcast, uh, my MLB recap and NFL uh, midseason, I guess, notes are up, and uh, I have a little intro there that I'm going to uh, end up editing down a little bit and maybe changing up a little bit uh, once I get everything going, um, but the other two segments should be up soon. I have... I actually had Chuck call in for an NFL segment after the Giants played uh, the Panthers a couple weeks ago. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, just laugh at my pain. We'll just laugh at each other's pain. (laughs) Um, And then uh, I have also a report on a recent WWE event in Australia with my friend Caleb. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Brianna, where can people find you? And if you have a recommendation, throw it out there. Matt, that's fine. All right. 
Let's skip right past the jokes about all my socials being different, all right? <laughs> all my socials are different. It's you're funny. Versa- you're versatile. It's not funny. It's, it's it resourceful. Is, oh, Ozzy and Carlos would beg to differ. Um, Streamline. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Critique La Movie. You can find me on Facebook at Critique The Movie. And you can find so me... Close. Uh, hey, blame Instagram. Somebody else took critique the movie. You should sue them. You should sue them. <laughs> Do the American thing. Sue them. <laughs> and um, like a good American, they my, sued. Shout out to Dr. Martin. My non-litigious self can also be found on Twitter at Breathe the Critique. <laughs> just so close. <laughs> I, I don't know. I tried to be streamlined, okay. but, you know, social media platforms don't always make that easy. Yeah, fair enough. Fair um, enough. And recommendations. I've been I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, I can't wholeheartedly recommend it just because there are some characters that I can't stand, and <laughs> it feels that's what's great about it, though. Um, well, I mean, characters you're supposed to like that I don't oh, okay. like. Like who? Like Amy. What? I can't stand her. I don't <laughs> like her as an actress. I don't like her as a character. I don't think that I don't. How like how far are you right now? Season three, beginning of season three. Okay, mm, interesting. But I love Gina and I love Jake, and Andre Brar is in my all time favorite movie. So, you know. Yeah. Um, I can't wholeheartedly recommend it. I've been reading the um line, the witch in the wardrobe for one of my classes, and mm-hmm. it just makes me feel all good and warm inside thinking about how I'm going to watch the movie again soon. So go watch The Chronicles of Narnia hey, and then watch a couple episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine maybe. <laughs> um, I actually, one of my least favorite characters is Gina. Really? <laughs> I don't like Gina. Um, but uh, that's the thing, like with that, with that show, even though I don't like Gina, like I get it. So it's like, I, I'm fine because like I have so many other characters that I like. So it's just, I, I love that show so much. Favorite line in the show so far? Captain Holt, your hair looks great. Don't be ridiculous. My hair is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, such a good show. I'm so happy that that show is coming back. In January, they announced the release Yay! date yeah, for next season. Is it like January 10th? Yes, I should know this, but I don't. Like Aggressive that. dabbing. <laughs> um, go away. <laughs> uh, Will. <laughs> Do you know your new Twitter? Uh, uh, yeah, I, so I just started. There's nothing there. It's like a blank page, pretty much. <laughs> but it's like at, the emoji movie. There's nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Uh, at W M Foreman. Uh, that's Foreman with F O R E M A N. Ninety five. Um, if there's nothing there, I probably won't tweet much of anything. Is that say? Wendy, maybe uh, I typed it wrong. Oh, it's not. It's ninety five. Oh, ninety five. Okay. Yeah, that. That's why. Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah, uh, I probably won't tweet much. Uh, if you have a question, I guess you could tweet there. Uh, I mean, you, you can ask me it. I'll probably reach out then. Um. And recommendation, I just watched Mystic River earlier today, so it was really good movie. So I'll just leave it at that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um. Awesome. So. Now, for me, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cherry456, and make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenVotes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, the YouTube channel, and, of course, the website. Uh, the YouTube channel, go check out that behind-the-scenes video because we had tons of fun uh, making that, and Rick had tons of fun editing it, so go check that out. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. As for recommendations for me, 
I'll just throw out the first record off. Go check that out because you need to, and it's a great movie, and I'm hopeful for the coming one. I'm hopeful. Um, I'm going to say that if you watch the first record, Ralph, and yeah. then you see the second one, you're probably going to be sorely disappointed. I, do it anyway. <laughs> Take up her challenge. Do it. Yeah, at me. <laughs> at me. At me. By all means. You know, we don't have enough internet debates, me and you, Brianna, so let's <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Uh, we get you on here, and we argue on here, and that's... Great. I love when we argue on here. We need to take it to Twitter because Twitter is the place for civilized discussion. I mean, yeah, right. Well, we'll see how the movie is. And then if we we have differing opinions, then we can start a Twitter war. Yes. All right. We'll do it. All right. I think that pretty much wraps us up. Of course, um, as I've said before, um, I I am terrible at wrapping up podcasts. So um, tweet at Ozzy and tell him to come back so you stop having to listen to this terrible closing of this podcast but make sure you subscribe like rate and review everything all on apple Podcasts, spotify and overcast because i know there's tons of you overcast listeners on there but maybe you'll dip out now that it's on spotify i don't know um i don't know anything about android podcast listening matt would have to tell us about that but i'll get back to you on spotify next week all right awesome so check that all out and of course rate and review because that helps us out a lot and please please tweeted Ozzy, but don't tell him that I challenged him to listen to the podcast. Don't do it. Don't do it. All right. Thanks for listening. This is Screen Thoughts.